welcome to the podcast. This is LaQuinta, also known as Lady Love Poet. I'm a blogger, a writer. I have several self-published books that you can find on Amazon. And on this podcast, I teach you how to shift your mindset by talking about different social issues, relationship issues. I also talk about vibrating high and creating a better relationship with yourself and encourage you to be a better version of yourself because the only way you can have healthy, productive relationships with other people is first starting with building that positive relationship with yourself. So today's topic is actually a series that I've been doing on WordPress. It's called The Plight of the um, Relationship Between the African-American Man and the African-American Woman. Um, I've noticed over the past several years that it has been a lot of um, tension between the two groups. And a lot of times people would like to say that there has not been. But um, when black women in 2021 are still the most disrespected group in these United States of America, that tells us a lot that there is still a serious issue. When black men get on the internet and say that they don't like black women, that they prefer other women, other races of women. They prefer white women because black women dot, 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 insert whatever reason here. So it's a lot to unpack. That's why I did it in the series. And I'm going to play for you this clip, which kind of drove me to start this series. So just listen up. son with a sketchy father. Why would a man who's in the top 10% of earners who women across the country want want that? Um, because I have a lot to offer. Um, I feel like you want your son to if you had a son making that kind of money would you want him to bring home a woman who had a 13 year old son from a sketchy father, or would you prefer him to get a woman who had no children, who's younger and easier to get on his program? Depending on his age. See what I mean? This goes so deep for black women. They will even, that oh, should have been an easy question. No, I would not want my son to bring, I want the best for my son. That should have been the appropriate answer. That's why I sat up. That is bullshit. You should want the best for your son. Of course. But this is... But are you thinking... If he brought home a woman... Yeah, I feel like I'm the exception to the rule. That's the problem. You all think you're the exception to the rule. but, But your life is proven to you that you're not. The Plight of an African-American Man and Woman, Parts 1, A Trauma Passed Down. Last week, I posted a topic in which a woman was made to feel less than because of a man's perception of how she looked. There have been several videos on the internet covering the issue. The most recent one I viewed was on Tiny TKO's Facebook page where she was invited to the live of another YouTube creator. The gentleman's 
gave his perspective of how Kev Samuels handled the lady caller, his take was no, he should not have talked to the woman that way. But gave several reasons why he understood and stated the blame wasn't totally the man's fault. Number one, he said, she called on a night that featured a different topic and perhaps the host, Kev Samuels, was perturbed. Number two, she had low self-esteem and admitted that she dated down. Number three, women choose losers and therefore subject themselves to sink motherhood, which places them at a disadvantage. Number four, black women, for whatever reason, exhibit too much masculine energy. And it's difficult to attract a man when African-American women are in this energy. Um, the majority of the time. And lastly, when African-American women find a good man in spite of the masculine energy they possess or walk in the majority of the time, they tend to self-sabotage because they refuse or it's hard for them to fall back into their feminine energy. Now, I can argue any of these points Tanya, if you go to her Facebook page and look at this video, she did very well, you know, and I agree with her arguments and not just because I'm a woman, however, because she discussed the underlying root causes of the problem and stated what needed to be done to correct it. Yet the young man's initial take was to have the woman shoulder the entire blame. I will agree we all have a part to play in the screenplay of our lives. However, one bad decision on a woman's part does not absolve a grown man from doing the right thing. You know, everyone has to take ownership for their errors and responsibility for their actions. So regardless to whether a woman finds herself in a situation where she ends up in uh, having a child for a man that she's not married to, you still fathered the child and it's still your responsibility to step up to the plate and do what must be done. So if a woman is left there to, to take care of the child, to be both mother and father, then how can you expect her not to be in her masculine energy because now she has to be in this energy because she has to be not only the nurturer, but she also has to be the protector and the provider as well. So, like I said, there is so much to unpack when it comes to the plight of relationships between the African-American man and the African-American woman. And I specified these two groups because, you know, I'm Black and I'm in America. So these are the relationships that I see have the most issue. Not to say that there aren't issues in other countries among different ethnicities of Black people. But here I know about these issues. And I noticed this when I was in my early 20s and I was still dating. Um, it, it, was, it was hard out there trying to find someone who was uh, relationship-minded because for some reason, you know, African-American men are not particularly, and I'm not saying all because I know some good ones that are particularly taught to, to settle down, to be in a relationship, to 
to be monogamous. So that is an issue. As I said before, there's so much to unpack when it comes to the plight of these relationships. And I wanted to explore the issues over the course of a few weeks in several posts. Um, I've posted to my YouTube. I posted to Facebook. Well, you know, the YouTube to the Facebook. Anyway, first off, Black women are fierce by nature. Well, she has to be since the existence of man comes from her womb. She is creator, nurturer, and even warrior in mind, body, and spirit. And even though this energy exists in the Black woman, it's hard to stomach how the African-American woman has become the most disrespected person in America. Malcolm X said that, Notice, I said hard to stomach, not difficult to understand. It was designed that way from the beginning of the United States of America's history, a country founded on the premise of white supremacy and racism. In order to justify superiority, you have to break down the fierce creator. You have to make her feel as if she isn't worthy, that she's undesirable, and this is done over a period of time. This was done during slavery and the trauma, believe it or not, is still exists within African-American men and women today. If you read the Willie Lynch papers, you will understand the psychological warfare that was done to our ancestors. Break the man in front of the woman, make her fear losing her protector. She will always have in her mind that he can be taken from her at any moment for even the slightest reason or none at all. Therefore, she raises her daughters to be tough. Then she coddles the son. She wants to teach her son to be compliant and fear that what happened to her protector could happen to her son. Fear, it can paralyze us, cause us to act out of character and not walk in the energy that we were designed to walk in. This disruption between the African-American man and woman has been there looming for centuries. White supremacy fed us the lie and most of our people indulged in it gluttonously. So here we are. Black men are twice as likely as black women to have a spouse of a different race or ethnicity. 24% for men versus 12% for women. And it's been this way since the 1980s. Now, if you remember, not long ago, I wrote a piece. If you haven't, you can go back to my blog post that says the title was Leave Black Women Alone. This piece was inspired by the ongoing number of Black American men taking to social media to state why they prefer white women are Latinas over Black women. And most of the time, the reason started like, I date white because Black women dot, dot, dot. As I stated before, insert whatever silly reason here. And see, that's a problem. Because if you can't state your preference for something without insulting another, then do you really know why you like the thing that you supposedly prefer? Or are you following the trauma that has been passed down to make you hate 
the black woman. So go ahead and chew on that and let that marinate. In the next post, we'll be talking about do African-American women have too much masculine energy? And now it's time for your daily fun facts. So today's random fact of the day is it takes more than 500 peanuts to make a 12 ounce jar of peanut butter. How freaking awesome is that? And who doesn't love peanut butter? I do. I can eat it right out of the jar. So remember 500 peanuts to make one 12 ounce jar of peanut butter. And now it's time for the poetry. Unapologetic by yours truly. They told us to hate ourselves. Well, not verbally, subliminally with the jacked up messages that cast the beauty as the fair skin, the darker as the beast. Always the less attractive best friend, hardly ever the leading lady. Well, unless she was a slave or some ghetto hood rat baby mama, rolling neck, snapping fingers down for drama. And how can we blame them when we've added to the madness because we've been divided on color since those brown paper bags and we laugh at memes that depict dark-skinned queens as crows and gorillas and our own black men fail to see us? Their lenses distorted of what images supposed to be. They want a woman with her real hair, but only if it ain't nappy. So we've traded our crowns for lace fronts that dangle past our thighs. Rock contacts the color of golf course lawns to clear day skies. When did it become unpopular to just be black? They've brainwashed us to the point where now we want to be black with a twist. I've heard chicks say, well, my great-great-grandfather on my mother's side was Colombian, so that means I'm mixed. Well, me too. I'm mixed. Black mixed with more black. What do you think about that? A beautiful, flawless portrait painted by the most high. Skin dark as midnight sky. Eyes that brine shatter than constellations. Mind of an intellectual. Spirit of a phoenix. Unapologetic. Black with a purpose. Used to see it as a curse. Now I consider it a gift. Blessed and armed with the knowledge that my own acceptance of who and what I am is all I ever truly needed to be free unapologetically i come to thee shoulders back head held high fist pumped towards the sky unapologetic Well, guys, looks like we are at the end of the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to the sound of my voice. I appreciate you. Remember to always vibrate high, to love yourself, and to love others and build better relationships with those people around you and appreciate them. Give them their flowers while they are still here. Come back next week for another exciting episode. Remember to find 
find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. All of my handles are pretty much the same, either Lady La Poet or La Quinta Sanchez, La Quinta Sanchez, however you want to say it. And also find me on Teespring. I also have some merch there that is available for purchase, different items that represent black pride that also represent the alphabet mafia you know who you are get you some merch boo well all right guys peace see you next time